Pop. Fizz. Clink. Sit back and enjoy. Bubbly Thoughts poured by your host, Melissa Bromley. Hi, and welcome to the Bubbly Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Bromley. Let's pop, fizz, and clink our way into some good vibes today. I am so excited for you guys to be here today and listen to my interview with my best friend, Jess Tamayo. I have had so many great memories made with Jess between road trips and sleepovers to casual dinners where we just sit and watch reality TV, order an Uber Eats, and hang out with Duke, her giant love fluff of a Bernese mountain dog. I'm talking with Jess today about her business and the important things that we should all come to terms with when potentially wanting to own our own business. I'm very proud to say that Jess is a role model, a badass, and fortunately for me, my person. So pop open some bubbly, learn some stuff, and be prepared to have a few laughs during my bubbly thoughts with Jess. All right. Hey, Jay. Hey, Mel. <laughs> Thanks for coming on Bubbly Thoughts today. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm great. Do you feel all filled with snacks and bubbly and everything right oh, now? Oh, every time I come here, always. Oh, good. <laughs> always what I like to hear. So, everyone, this is my best friend, Jess Tamayo, formerly known as Jess Abrahamson. Jess is absolutely one of my favorite people on the planet, and from the moment Jess and I met, we clicked right away and have now been best friends for like five years or something like that, but it feels like way longer. I don't know way if you feel longer. the same way. <laughs> and uh, you can be blessed. Oh, stop <laughs> it. So... Just to give you guys a little insider here, one of my favorite memories with Jess is when I was living in an apartment downtown with Cam, and a big group of us were out, <laughs> and, and Jess came over and slept over simply because we had quite a few too many adult beverages, but we were being responsible. We walked home and everything, but we wanted to have a sleepover pretty much like we were 15 years old, <laughs> and it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> And Cam slept on the couch, and Jess and I, like, fell asleep talking and sharing a giant bag of Doritos. Yeah, I was going to say, don't forget the Doritos <laughs> and the crumbs all over us in the <laughs> Literally, I, I woke up with, I think, my hands still in the bag, and I was just like, oh, this isn't so bad. It's not the worst thing to wake up to. <laughs> but, so, Jess is more than just an amazing friend. She's extremely intelligent, funny, and beautiful. I always say that she reminds me of Jessica Biel because she is so <laughs> a natural dime. It is true. So go Darren for putting a ring on it. Sorry, every other fella out there. She is also a successful business owner, and I admire her so much for taking the leap of faith and trusting in herself enough to do something as terrifying as starting your own business. So which is why I have Jess here today and what we're going to talk about a little bit before we get into all the fun stuff. So... If you're okay, let's just dive right in. Let's do it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about your business. So I own a Wolfing Bakery and Grooming. It's a franchise. Um, they're all individually owned. So it's basically pet care, pet teeth stuff, shampoos, conditioners, accessories, collars, leashes, all the good name, high-end brands of food. We also have treats, of course, and the good stuff. And then um, we do grooming as well. Very cool. So what do you think made you want to start your own business? My little man. Little man. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you want to explain to the listeners who your little man is? My it's not Darren, <laughs> for the record. Yeah, I don't think he would like that. Too. No, it would not be the best term of endearment. <laughs> I 
Anyways, my little man is a 130 pound Bernice Mountain Dog. He's just the greatest thing ever. He's almost three, so he's almost 21. I technically. can't believe it. Wow. He's about to be legal. I know. But yeah, so there is a Wolfgang actually around the corner from our house. And when I first got him as a puppy, which Darren gifted to me because I wanted a puppy my entire life. And Darren was the only one that gave me one. But <laughs> Chris Santa wouldn't. <laughs> I tried asking for years. Santa? No. Darren? Yes. yes. Um, anyways, so when we got Duke, um, there's a Wolfgang around the corner from our house. And we would take him there often. Very, very often. And it got to the point where when we hit, like, a certain threshold of our street that he knew exactly where we were going and would pull me there. And I was like, this is brilliant that this dog knows where to go. Like, why would, all the dogs are probably pulling their owners to this place, you know? <laughs> so I just started thinking about it. And, A, it would be fun to play with dogs all day. B, mm-hmm. I get to bring my little man to work with me. I don't do it as often as I want, but it's, it's fun when I can. So, yeah, that's basically literally just little thought and I started researching it so it's true too because I I was with you at the start of the process just like with you telling me I'll never forget one day I just got a text from you and you were like I I think I want to open a Wolfgang and I was like no way oh and just just in case for the listeners out there it's Wolfgang so it's like kind of a play on words not like Wolfgang like the famous musician but it's supposed to kind of sound like that but with the play on words being wolf like the sound of yeah, dog like makes. Yeah. so just to clarify for the listeners out there but I, I remember getting that text and I was like oh that's so cool like I knew you could do it but then you actually did it and yeah. that's so cool I didn't think it was like true or really happening even until like it happened so it happened quick well not the process of opening it, <laughs> but the process of signing papers and my life away. That went quick. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think it's really cool that you took the jump. You, t- you had faith in yourself enough to know, like, it's all going to work out and it's going to be fun. So I think that's really cool. Okay. So not to start off on a negative foot here, but what are some of the most difficult aspects of owning your own business? Because you can probably attest to saying, I mean, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, you know, it's a lot of hard work. And especially within the first like couple years, it's definitely like extra work. Yeah. It's been a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought, I guess I was just naive too. Like I knew owning your own business is hard, but I didn't, I guess realize how hard and all the different stuff I go through. And every day it's something different that I have another headache for, basically. Yeah. But the reward will outweigh itself, and I do love what I do, so I guess that's the best part of it. I guess the most difficult aspects is just learning to be a good boss and have people respect me and want to listen to me and want to show up to work. It's also, like, managing employees. Like, I've, always, I've had people underneath me before at other jobs, but I've always had someone above me. So, like, if I had to be, like, semi-mean and you know, strict about certain things. It's kind of like, oh, well, so-and-so told me. Whereas, like, now there's no one above me, so it's me telling you, you know? So that's kind of, it's kind of hard. I have to struggle with, you know, being a better boss, setting guidelines and rules, and I'm still learning every day. So every day my rules kind of change, and that's frustrating for them too. But, again, I'm still learning as well, so. I think you're doing an awesome job. Thanks, Mel. I've seen I it. Try. I've seen you in the <laughs> seen you in the whole scene. It looks good to me, and I think you're... I think the people who work for you are really lucky to have you as a boss, for sure. Thanks, I try. Yeah. So other, so the respect thing is probably the most difficult part. Yeah, I mean, there's like that fine line where you want to be like a boss that, you know, is nice and lets them, you know, go on vacation and, you know, do these things. But then there's also a boss where like, that you have to be like, you have to be here on time and you have to do your work and you can't take all these breaks and you have to 
do a good job. So it's kind of like that fine line of kind of being strict, but like not. Because <laughs> yeah. you want them to respect you. And I, I've noticed that if they respect you more, then it's okay. They, they'll just do things about you asking. They'll show up on time and you don't have to like babysit them. Yeah. No, that's so. a good way to think about it. I try to get that respect. <laughs> yeah. Would you, so do you think it was difficult for you? Cause I'm sure a lot of people out there, like so many, so many of us in our twenties and thirties, we have side hustles that we would potentially love to make a full-time thing someday or a dream that we have to stop working for corporate America, for example, like working the nine to five usual kind of thing. And instead taking life into our own hands and doing our own thing. Would you say that that was difficult for you kind of shifting, like, or having the guts to be like, all right, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to kind of start something that I don't know as much about. No, because I do have great parents who have helped me out with everything in the process and Darren's been great. So like they've just, them all together has made everything easier for me. And I'd read like all the books I could read on it. I know it sounds silly that no. there are certain books to wait. No, that's basically, but I think that's really good I read advice. like all these like grooming books. Cause of course, like I've been in retail before, like but I've never done grooming. I've never been able to, I can't even like draw a straight line. So I would never be able to be a groomer. Me neither. But so I read all the books on it. So at least I know what they're talking about. Like I've never actually been there. So that's kind of hard too, because the groomers, they might, at first I try to get their respect because they don't necessarily, they know that they know more than me. So it's kind of like, I have to still be the boss though. You might know no more than me, but this is still my business type thing. Absolutely. Again, the respect thing. So yeah. that, that makes a lot of sense. I never really thought about thought about that as being kind of like a trial or tribulation that you'd have to go through owning a business because you are very friendly. You have, your friends love you. So of course you're going to want to be friendly with the people that work with you, but you're right. There, but there you has to be. Too, so exactly. Yeah, <laughs> That's got to be kind of tough, but so, okay. Now on the flip side, more the positive side, what are some of your favorite things? Oh, playing with dogs. I see them all day long. <laughs> There's like nothing better. <laughs> Seriously. Every time I've gone into Jess's store, I've met a lot of great doggies. She almost took one home and I had an adoption event. I did. It was really close. I still what think about Wally. Wally. <laughs> I still think about Wally a lot. <laughs> he has a good home now. He I does? I don't know. Oh, gosh. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I'm sure too. he does. I'm sure he does. He was really cool. Wally, if you're out there. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, that's cool. So have you experienced any adversity with being a woman business owner? Actually, not at all. It's been being young. Age discrimination. <laughs> Age discrimination. I get that a lot at work, I feel like, yeah. sometimes, too. I can totally relate to that. Like, I always, especially, like, so, you, I feel like at some point you probably could have related to this, too. Like, I'm one of the younger people, like, on my team at work, and I always feel dumb when I say the word boyfriend. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels like it sounds like I'm 15 and I just started like dating this guy. But how do they know like you guys live together and have this right. whole life together? Yeah. It's, it's, and it's been a minute. Like we've, he's been around. It's like more serious than like, you know, this guy that I met like a month ago or something <laughs> like, so it just, the word for some reason makes yeah. me feel so juvenile. Yeah. Like, but, and other things too, but but yeah, so do you do you have an example of like when that's happened? Oh, I have a ton. Okay, I, like I cannot even name them all on ten fingers. Like there's so many. There's so many. So, Is it customers that come in and give you crap? So actually, opposite for customers, they ask if I'm the owner. I say yes, and then they're like, "Oh, good for you." Like they kind of like it. It's the people trying to sell their products in my store. Okay. So someone I'll never forget it because it was like one of the first times I've noticed it, and she 
came in and she wants to sell this product, which I actually liked the product, but she kept saying, if you have anyone you need to talk to about it, tell them about it, here's all the information, and then give me a call. And then she's like, or if you need me to stop back in when someone else is here. I'm like, girl, there's no one else to talk to. <laughs> yes, I go over things sometimes with my parents and whatnot, but I mean, I make this decision at the end of the day, so her yeah. stuff never got passed. Never talked about it again. <laughs> Suck it, girl. Yeah, and it's... I'm like, how many times can you say, yeah, I'm young? Like, I get it. And, but I'm also not that young. I'm almost 30. Part of me wonders if it's, like, intimidating that somebody owns their own business and they're so young. So people, like, don't know how to take but it. they don't know my life. Exactly. You know? They're wrong. <laughs> they're definitely in the wrong here. They don't know what it took to get there or whatnot, you know? Like, they yeah. don't know how, so... And it was, it was, it was hard work. It's, it's hard work. You're not like dicking around all day. Like you're doing shit and you had to work hard to get to where you are right now. Like I love it. So I would say that it's, it's fun, but at the same time, I don't think I've ever worked as hard and I might've worked harder on certain things, but this is like every day, always stressed out. My gray hairs are out of control. (laughs) (laughs) They have came in so many since I've started. So. Jeez. Well, okay. So how would you define professional success? Like, what does it mean to you? For me, it's probably when I'm in the group of business and stop stressing over the small, like, day-to-day things. Darren always thinks that I one customer comes in and is upset and it, like, ruins my whole day. And it, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me. He tells people, me that, but it's, like, true. <laughs> it's hard for me when people are upset with me. Like, yeah. I get that. Or, like, they'll return something I'm like oh man they returned something he's like but it's retail it happens I'm like I get it but just ruin my numbers because right now it's still so small so like every little thing is like a dent negative if something like that happens so like I can't wait till I like am in the groove and don't necessarily have to like do all these reports every single day to see like what I can do to do better or what client hasn't came in in last month because what am I doing wrong like stuff like that so like I can't wait till I like don't sweat the small stuff yeah so Speaking of the entrepreneurial kind of track that you've taken, how do you deal with, like, benefits and stuff? Because I know that's a big drawback for people for not wanting to leave corporate America. I mean, I love my parents to death, but they are always saying, like, but you have benefits and stuff. Like, you know. Well, trust them and believe them because (laughs) I wish when my parents were saying that to me, we thought that through more because my health insurance is, like, $210 a month. Yeah. And... When you're already like an entrepreneur, you don't make a lot of money. Like, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen quick. And I learned the hard way. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you, so it's like an extra lump sum, and everyone's premium is different. Like, I don't know, but but it's definitely more expensive than just coming out of the corporate paycheck and everything like that. Because I had that my whole life until now, and boy, do I miss it. <laughs> yeah, I also have like the worst of the worst. So like, I still have to pay every time I see like a normal annual visit. I could just pay $35 at the dentist and that was just my annual. Yeah. Or my, 30, I, guess, I think so. it's, yeah, I think it's every six months. Yeah. I think. So I just went to one of those like normal cleanings and I still paid $35. Yeah. And then like stuff like that adds up over time. Yeah. So that's something good to keep in mind. It's like, it's good for our listeners who might be wanting to take an entrepreneurial track in their lives to know, keep that in mind. You know, that's something that you may be getting right now that you need to kind of account for for your future if you end up wanting to take that track. So just keep that in mind, guys. But okay, so what are three big pieces of advice that you could give someone who wants to start their own business? All right, I would say try not to stress over the small things, which I have basically said in the other question. Take it day by day because every day is different and every day you're going to learn more and grow from there. So you can only get better. 
And then, as Darren says, everyone needs Darren because he's he's great. <laughs> but, Darren is great. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so he always tells me you can't win them all. And it's hard for me because I want to win them all. But that's like his phrase for me every time I'm like, well, what happened? And he's like, you can't win them all. And I'm like, but I want to. <laughs> well, I think that's good, But though. it's smart. Like, what he's saying is logical. Like, you cannot win them all. So that's probably the best advice. Oh, I like those. Those are great pieces of advice, I think. Okay, so lastly kind of unrelated to the business side of things. What is your favorite thing about who you are? That's a hard one. It is hard <laughs> because we're so inherently afraid of being like confident in what we are and what we're good at and what we love about ourselves. But like, I think you should embrace it. I feel like whatever you feel so good about yourself, you should feel so good about that. Cause I guarantee other people feel the same way about it too with you. Um, I would say I guess I'm determined. Like, I really hate losing, and I really, like, I want to be there. Like, so I'm determined to get to, like, my numbers where they will be to where I'm steady and in the groove of the business and all that stuff. Like, I just feel like in personal life and, I guess, business life, I just feel like I'm determined. I make things happen. You're (laughs) determined (laughs) and, like, you're loyal. Like, you get shit done. Like, you don't joke around. Like, if you want something, you go for it. That is so true. Yeah, that is I'm not you. a procrastinator. I just, I do it. <laughs> yeah. I think, and I, I think you kind of have to be when you own your own business because it's, it's your life. It's what's like the most important thing to you for the most part, you know, other yeah. than like. It's like my, I was going to say like my second baby because Duke counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think definitely Duke counts. Oh, big baby. Well, okay, so now we got into all the business stuff, and because Jess is my best friend, like, I think we should talk about the fun, the fun stuff, stuff, too. Let's do it. <laughs> so as embarrassing as this is to admit, you guys, Jess and I both love reality TV. It's so embarrassing. It is so embarrassing, but, like, we own it. <laughs> we are who we are. It is what it is. I just is. feel like they're my friends, and I'm really, like, it's so stupid, though. No. We'll, we'll text about their lives. Like, oh, we like, do. Oh, my God. I reach Her out. outfit looks so cute today. We're like, oh, it does. I'll reach <laughs> out to so Jess. Stupid. Like, so, for example, one of the terrible reality shows that we both really like is Vanderpump Rules. The best one. And like, it's honestly, so good. I think real. it's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I really think it is my favorite. And, like, the other day we saw someone on Instagram – like, or I saw someone on Instagram posting that one of the characters yeah. wasn't going to be one of the characters anymore. And I was like, whoa, is this true? I, like, immediately sent it to Jess. And, like, we spent forever talking about that conversation. And it was it was so dumb. But I don't know. We like it. We, If I were to meet them in person, I feel like we'd be friends with them probably. I feel like we would definitely be friends with them. Like, They're, like, 100%. cool. 100%. Yeah. We're kind of cool. We We're kinda, you're pretty cool. I don't know about me. <laughs> I'm just I just, like, smile a lot. And accept sorry. things as they sorry. come. <laughs> Say sorry a lot. That is definitely me. So Vanderpump Rules is one of the best. Who's do you have a favorite character on that show? Oh, Stassi, yeah, Stassi for yeah. sure. No, she's mine too. Who else is do yours I like? Or is it oh, Kristen. Wait, no, 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 no. I don't actually love Kristen. She actually drives oh, no, me not nuts. Just, not, who am I? I of? love Lala. She like might be my favorite. Oh no, I love Lala too. Lala and Stassi. Who's Stassi's friend then that I'm thinking of? <gasps> Christina Kelly. Christina, oh not, not my Christine, Christina. God, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up. Christina Kelly. So for anybody who's thinking of Kristen, not, not actual Kristen. Not I'm sorry. I was like Kristen's no, like fine. <laughs> she's fine. She's just she's but not no, my Stassi favorite. And, and Christina are, are legit. Girls. There yeah. are girls. But I like Lala as, as well. I like Lala. She's so badass. I think she's exactly unapologetically who she is, and I feel that way about Stassi too, which is yeah. why I like her. But Me too. it's so funny, you guys. Like I love this show so much that 
this girl who's like not even like a lead girl on the show. She's like like in it every one time a season. Yeah, <laughs> she's like not a big character on the show, but Stasi has a podcast and interviews her. And I just think this girl is so cool. Like, I don't know, I really like her and she I like her so much that she has like she has this this business, this awesome business on Etsy where she like creates all this organic stuff like organic lip balm and organic face spray and I it's Amazing. It's amazing. Her lip balm is so good. It's bomb. I remember using it when we were in Sanibel. Yeah, it's great. So I use it every day. That's like my routine as I wake up. It's Both of those things are a part of my skincare routine every day. You should get some. It's great. And it's super affordable. It's called Heart Spring. Again, I don't know this girl, but like I support it. We pretend like we do. I seriously, I feel yeah. Like she would really be our friend. I. She's super cool. She's super down to earth. I don't. I feel like she chooses not to be like a big character on the show because she's just like too chill doing for that. Doing her own thing. Yeah, she's just doing her own Christina Kelly thing. <laughs> But, um, so another one, speaking of one that's like kind of similar, but in a different kind of area of the country is... Wait, let me guess. Southern Charm? Yes. <laughs> so Jess actually uh, was the one who told me, she's like, you need to watch Southern Charm. Like, I just actually got into it last year or two and watched all the seasons in a year. And I was like, Mel, you gotta, you gotta watch. I've like watched all of the seasons. I'm on like the second round. Like I've gone through them all and I'm now... <laughs> I love it. I'm like on season, either end of season two or beginning of season three for the second time. So who's your favorite? Character on the show? Okay. So, well, it's hard because some of my favorite characters don't show up until, like, the end. Like, one of the most recent seasons. Because I love that girl, Chelsea. Oh, yeah. And I really like Naomi. Uh, Naomi, too. Yeah, I like her a lot. Actually, if I had to pick, I'd probably say Naomi. But if you're... So, if you're a listener and you've just started the show, you might not know who those characters are. And if you don't, then I would have to say my favorite characters would be either Cameron, because she's perfect. Cameron is great. She's perfect. And then... I love Shep because I think he's hilarious. I would say that Shep and Cam are my favorite even... Even now? Yeah. Just yeah. because they, they've always been solid. They've always been true to themselves. They're just fun. They're just fun. I feel like genuinely like... And Cam's like a guy's girl and I feel like that's exactly how we are. So yeah. It's like, she's like just chill. Just chill. Like She'll eat hamburgers and call yep. it a day. You call know? it a day. We'll go fishing <laughs> with the guys. Yeah. We'll take a piss off the boat. Like <laughs> like we'll get out. Like does no shame. Yeah, no, they're cool. I, I really like that show too. But then, like, Patricia, she's also kind of baller. Like, I feel like that's who you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. <laughs> just Except, like, not necessarily like certain things, but just the way she is about herself. Like, yes. very confident and very, like, this if is. I, if I could have a butler who brings me. Michael? Yeah. He's, he's my favorite the character. The best character is Michael. 100%. <laughs> he's the best. Michael's the bomb diggity. He and might, he makes like, the win best the show. I don't even know, but they look amazing and I want to try them all. <laughs> the fact that he's so good at making, like, a martini makes well, me how want do you it. Even know technically? We never tasted it. I know. But I just, want to. I'm, I Patricia, feel like. I'm Patricia? Wow, Patricia, I might have sober. <laughs> too much wine. It's all right. Never too much wine. <laughs> never too much wine. Yeah, for real. Like, that show is just great. I really like that show. It's like my new guilty pleasure. It's and so then good. one that I like that you don't like as much, I don't think, or maybe you just haven't watched it, are like The Real Housewives. Yeah, that's I don't like not your thing. Them, no. And that's like. I like, just got into reality TV really like last year. Or maybe oh, two years really? ago. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So I, I jumped into Vanderpump and then oh, yeah. watched all of Southern Charm. And I've always, the past couple years, I've watched The Bachelor. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. But not Housewives or anything. You like The Bachelor, and I think 90% of America does. It's just not my favorite show. I've tried. Like, I've tried to get into it. And I will watch it because it's so fun being with other people well, watching it. Well, that's why it. I always watch it. We have, like, a party, basically. Like, a girls' night and we watch it. Yeah. So it's, like, background noise. That's yeah. kind of how I watch it. But I don't 
But then I do love some of the characters, like Caitlin Bristow's. A like, lot of my people love. do. I want to be her friend so bad. It's so bizarre because, like, I love the crappiest trash TV. Like, I love anything that's like terrible. It's like a guilty pleasure for me. But I just can't. I've never really gotten into The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. Like, I just can't. Uh, again, like, I will do it. I will do it. It's it's totally fine. It's like a part of my routine now. But it's just not. It's not my favorite, and I feel bad. I'm sorry to all the Bachelor people you out there. You feel bad. Everyone has their thing, you know? I do think Caitlin Bristow is cool, though, like yeah. you were saying. And she's really fun to follow She's on the Instagram. only one I actually do. Yeah, um, her. Do I follow anybody else? No, because I don't really know any of the rest of the people. I think I made you follow Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, you were the one who said she's really cool on Snapchat. She's just funny. And I suck at Snapchat, so, like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try, like, her on Instagram. And I was like, oh, this girl is funny. She's yeah. really funny. So, like, Caitlin Bristow, you're never going to listen to this, but if you ever do, we're Big fans. You're a cool girl. <laughs> you and Sean B are doing the damn thing. Oh, wrong bachelorette. Whoops. No, that's the same one. No. Wait. Oh, the, yeah. Wrong girl. <laughs> wrong phrase Whoops. for... <laughs> Did Caitlin have a phrase? I don't think so. I don't think usually they do have a phrase. That I was just that a was Becca just thing? Like a, yeah. That's so I'm funny. I'm going to help myself some more wine. Do it. Do you guys hear that? Isn't that the best noise? It's almost as good as a champagne cork bottle pop. It's like second best. Mm-hmm. I think I'm okay right now. Do you want to? All right. Now Jess is pouring me some. You're like Michael right now. <laughs> if only I made as good as drinks as him. Oh my gosh. And it's so cool. He carries like a martini kit with him, like a drink kit with him whenever they like go elsewhere. Because Wait, she, what? I yeah, didn't know that. I just noticed it in one of the older episodes. So Cam, we're back to Southern Charm, guys. Sorry. I flip-flopped on you. <laughs> so Cameron was hosting a dinner party at her house and she's like not... She says she's, like, not a great cook in the kitchen. She doesn't cook a lot and stuff, so she was, like, nervous and stuff. But the Michael and Patricia were the first ones to come over, and Michael, like, had this, like, bag with him, like, this nice bag. And Cameron was like, is that an animal in there? And he's, because she has, like, a bunch of dogs. And and she was, or Michael, Michael said, like, no, 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 this is, like, my martini kit. And he, like, brought it with him. That's, like, a true. Okay, I really need a Michael then. yeah. <laughs> We all need a Michael, for real. That's what I'm going to strive to get to in my life. <laughs> That's when I know I made it. That's I have a when, Michael. <laughs> when you have a Michael, you're solid. What's, like, do you have any other shows that are your favorite shows that aren't, they don't have to be reality, but, like. Um, Friends stuff. Friends, yeah, absolutely. Friends Every is night, a good one. Or go to bed. <laughs> Friends, Parks and Rec. Yes. Did you get into The Office or not really? Yes, I watched The Office. Yeah, I love The Office. Well. Yeah. <laughs> That's the what o- Duke's watching right now because I put TV on for him before. Does he, he likes The Office? He likes The Office. He likes Parks and Rec. Oh my gosh, He knows That's Friends really means bedtime. It's bedtime. <laughs> so he's like thrown off if you put it on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those are good ones. What's another one? So I just recently started watching Handmaid's Tale. I haven't seen it yet. It's really Everyone good Everyone so says far. it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I'm glad... I'm glad people prepared me because it is pretty intense, but, like, it's really good. You can handle it. It's fine. You're like me, like... Well, I did just finish The Sinner, Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah. The did Sinner. Did you watch it? So, I haven't finished it because... Hey, did you get to... There was, like, a lot of messed up parts. There's, I feel very uneasy like, about Like, your brain parts. is, like, messed up? <laughs> yeah. So, I... Okay, I started watching The Sinner because someone recommended it to me, and it's Jessica Biel. So, I was like, absolutely, I'm going to give this a go. I don't know if I... Because I watch... Just give you guys a little background. I watch and read and listen to some twisty, scary yeah, things. Yeah, we like the twisted books. Love sure. it. Love twisted books. Love scary podcasts. Love scary movies. Like, I'm a weirdo. 
But for some reason, I don't know if I was in like a mood or what. So I watched and I want to keep watching it. I just have been super busy and haven't been able to watch it because I want to like pay attention when I'm watching it because The Sinner is like one that you kind of have to pay attention to. Like I can't really have it on while I'm like dicking around. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, Or dicking around. Or dicking around. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing one or the other. So I watched. So the first episode. Oh, shoot. I don't want to give spoilers to people. I'll just say something happened. Like, the big thing that happens in the first episode. Yeah. So, I don't know why, but it seemed so realistic to me that someone could just do that, like, in a public setting. Yeah. It's like, there's been too much that has gone on. For some reason, I was like... So, it turned you off from For some reason, I was like... So, you haven't even got to the other weird part. So, I've watched three episodes so far. Yeah. But I need to, I want to keep doing it because you it is a good show. I can appreciate it because it's written really well. For yeah. And I haven't had that feeling. The only other show, and this show that I'm about to mention, I had way worse feelings about. And like I said, you guys, like I, I, freaky stuff, like love the weird stuff. But like, so going off of that, Black Mirror, have you ever watched that show before? No. Okay. Alexa's tried to get me to watch it, and she told me only certain episodes to watch. Okay. And I never did, because oh, I gosh. tried watching one, and I was like, what the heck? I wish I knew what the episodes were, because yeah, I would I tell you. That was a long time ago. I've seen, I would say, more than a handful. I'd say, like, a handful and a half of them, because. So you like it, or you don't like it? I, it's, I've never felt more mentally weird than after watching an episode of that show. Because, I don't know if Alexa told you this, but, like, every episode is different. Like, you don't... I, you could watch the episodes in any order. It's not a consistent yeah, cast. Yeah. Like, so, you're not missing anything if you kind of jump around. But, like, it's just... Every single one of them, I felt so unsettled. Like, it's such a mind-twisty thing. And, like, it's like a modern-day, like, Twilight Zone. Which, Twilight Zone's a great show. I used to love that show. But... And that's, like, kind of weird and twisty, too. But it's, like, old day weird and twisty. Like, it's not, like, how stuff is now. But it's just, like, stuff that makes you think. And it makes you think a little too much. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and stuff is, think- like, becoming more real to me or something. Like, I don't know what it is. But – and I – it's like I'm a masochist because I, I will know, okay, this show makes me feel funky. But I want to watch another episode. So I, like, get in this mood where I'll, like, watch another episode and be like, I can take it. Like – I was in a mood and I'm feeling tough now and I'll watch it and I'm like, why do I do, why am I doing this? Like, why do I keep watching this show? Why do I keep doing this to myself? Like, why are you like this? Like, I don't know. Great question. But it's good. Like, I can appreciate it because every episode is so well written and the plot is so deep and interesting, but it messes with my head because it's like, in a sense, realistic. Every episode is at least sort of relatable to real life and how it is now even though a lot of the episodes are like futuristic or related to technology that like doesn't exist yet but it's it's good but I I don't I definitely don't love it not making me want to watch it I know (laughs) I was I it's it's weird like I don't know if I'd recommend it to people because I don't think I would recommend it to people I don't know it's it's weird and dark and twisty I don't think I want to watch that yeah no it's it's a weird one but like Okay, so going off of that, do you watch scary movies at all? So I don't mind them, but I don't like to watch them alone, and Darren doesn't like to watch them. So yeah, Cam doesn't like scary movies either. We don't watch them, then. Yeah. <laughs> we should, like, dedicate some... I think you and I have watched one before. We definitely have. I forget which one. Maybe my favorite one, which is The Conjuring. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. No. Oh my god, it's the best. It's in my top five favorite movies. Like, of all time? Of all time. Yeah. Like, and I've seen a lot of movies, guys. 
and it's in my top five. I think it's just one of the best movies out there. Yeah, no, I don't feel the need for that one either. Yeah, that one's crazy, but it's good. Like, I don't mind scary movies. I just don't, like, go out of my way for it. Oh, my god. And gosh. the fact that Darren doesn't watch them, like, or like them, he's like, why do I want to pay money to go to the movies to be scared yeah. out of my mind? Like, no, totally. That's exactly so. how Cam sees it, too. He's like, that's just ignorant. And yeah. I'm like, I know. I don't know what it is. I'm so drawn to it. It's so weird. Like, I do go out of my way to watch and listen to and read do you do by scary yourself? stuff. Read scaring stuff all is totally the time. Different. I read Reading scary stuff all total, the time. I completely agree. Like scary that's like my bread and butter of books is the the twisted cliffhanger you don't know who did it and all of a sudden it was like the innocent neighbor or something. You know what I mean? Like that's totally. the type type of stuff I like to read. Because that's movies no. Movies no. Okay. So reading though, but have you ever read like a Stephen King novel or like yes oh those are so great a long time ago so I don't even remember which one but I had there's some good ones out there but those are like or stuff like the stuff that people submit on like no sleep reddit that is twisted but it's so good it's like a weird guilty pleasure for me it's messed up no I don't know what that is (laughs) it's yep it's messed up it is like dark twisty non-fiction or I'm sorry it is not non-fiction it is fiction horror like writings where people submit like crazy stories that they come up with and a couple of a couple of them have turned into books or movies. It's crazy, and some that's of the, cool. Some of the stuff is nuts. Like I don't think I've ever read more twisty stuff than on No Sleep Reddit. And the name is No Sleep because you read it and you're not going to sleep. That's like how twisty it is. But where was how where, did you hear of that? Someone years ago, like somebody I think in high school, told me about it, and I didn't. Reddit was around in high school. I think so. Huh, maybe it was maybe it was college. It was like a lot. I've known about it for a long time, and they have a podcast that's called No Sleep Reddit. And sometimes, if I'm super tired, I need to stay awake on the road. I'll listen to it. But I'll be honest. Sometimes I listen to it because I like it. It's weird. I don't know what it is. Like so, I I've been trying this thing. Do you have nightmares? Sometimes, like sometimes. Maybe that's why I don't sleep well. Maybe. Well, I've never been a good sleeper though. That's like definitely not something new. But it's. Okay, so, like, you guys, I have this, like, weird form of insomnia where I'll go through weeks of, like, oh, I'm sleeping pretty good, and then I'll go through, like, weeks of, like, not sleeping great, and then I'll go through, like, weeks of, like, how am I functioning around right now? (laughs) It's really weird, and I can't figure it out. I can't explain it, but my mom said when I was a baby, I didn't take naps. Like, I just wasn't. A sleeper. So you're just not a sleeper. I'm just like not a sleeper. You're like one in a million, I feel like. Who doesn't Maybe. like a good nap, you know? But it's weird though because I love being horizontal. Like I like laying down or like horizontal being in a bed. Is it is legit yeah. the best. Like I can't wait to be horizontal every day. So there's that, but it's weird. Yeah. Do you just watch TV then or what do you do? Most of the time. There are days though where like I can't keep my eyes open. It's weird. I make no sense. I my whole everything about me makes no sense. It's very strange. But Maybe you need more vitamins. Maybe. I don't take any, so I'm not one to talk. At one point, I thought it might be, like, related to, like, my thyroid or something, because they say when your thyroid is kind of a mess, that, like, it messes with everything else in your body, too. Sorry, my leg is falling asleep. So I got some blood work done, like, a couple years ago. And nothing? And they were like, no, your thyroid's normal, you crazy girl. And I was like, oh. Well, I don't know then. Who knows? I'm just thankful for coffee. I will tell you that. I didn't even have any coffee today. Are there days where you don't? Drink it? Not usually. It was oh. by accident. It was very unfortunate. Why? Why'd that happen today? <laughs> so I took Duke to work with me. So I was leaving and he's in the car. So it's like way more of a hassle to get out somewhere and go into the place. So of course I was 
oh, there's a Starbucks drive-thru right mm-hmm. when I get off my exit, but it's not the normal one I go to. The normal one I go to is in my plaza, but mm-hmm. it's like a walking one. Like, I have to walk in. Duke can't go in there. It's, he's not hideable either. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, no one would let me over to get into the drive-thru of Starbucks. So, I just like, you know what? Let me just keep going. And then there's like a new... I knew that there was like a coffee shop that was down the street that was a drive-thru. And I waited in line for 25 minutes in the in drive-thru. In the drive-thru? Insane. Oh. For coffee. Oh. It was so insane. So, I had just put my order in and then rounded the corner... And there were still six cars in front of me, and now it's like 8.50, and my store opens at 9, and I'm usually there at 8.30, so I was having, like, <laughs> lateness is, like, like tardiness is, like, my biggest pet peeve. Like, I was having an anxiety attack. I was like, I'm going to be late. I'm usually there at 8.30. I'm freaking out. So I called the store, or I called the place, and I was like, listen, I just put in my order, but, like, don't make it, because I left, because I couldn't stay. Oh, you called the Starbucks. I, no, so it was another coffee shop. The Starbucks drive-thru, no one would let me in, so I kept going past my store, to another one that I knew was down the street. Oh. And that's when I waited for 25 minutes. So it was like, it was like a mom oh, and pop one. no. Yeah. And, but I called them to be like, because I felt, I didn't want to leave. I just put my order and I felt like a horrible person. That was nice <laughs> that you called. So I called and I was like, you probably haven't even made it yet. I couldn't wait. I've been in line for 25 minutes. I didn't even get to my store till 857. What'd they so say? Annoying. They were giving me a free one the next time. <laughs> I was going to say, that'd be, I hope they at least were like, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, sorry. Was, they were. They were like, I can, they're kind of new too, so they're probably working on kinks. I get it. Like, I wasn't upset about it, but that's, I haven't had coffee yet, so. Oh my gosh. Luckily today, no one pushed my buttons, otherwise. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, at least now that you're at, like, wine. Oh yeah. I can skip from coffee to wine. Yeah, I'm okay. same. Yeah. If I had to pick, I would pick wine every time. Me too. Like. Coffee, wine's just not acceptable, like, going to work, though, you know? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Depends on where you work, I guess. <laughs> That's true. All right. So, okay, we've talked a little bit about Darren. And just so you guys know, Darren is Jess's husband. So, Ooh, sorry. Seems weird. <laughs> we didn't give that little disclaimer first. You guys probably figured it out. But Darren's awesome. I've always been such a big fan of Darren. And Jess and Darren got married this year. And... Do you, I just think your engagement story is so cool. Would you mind sharing it? Of course. It's like my favorite story. I love this story. It was so great. So, um, we went to our favorite dinner place, which is Maxine Sunshine. We love it. We went there often. They have like a little outdoor area. They have a cute indoor area and then they have like usually music and it's just, it's a great place and the owners are amazing. We went there and we show up. So we were going to go. Just, I don't know, it's not out of normal for us to go out to dinner. So, especially bringing Duke our dog. So, we're like, oh, let's go out to Maxine's because Duke can sit outside. It was like a nice night out. So, we go there and Darren's like, oh, can you go check in? We have a reservation and I'll just hang outside with Duke. So, I was like, yeah, sure. I get in there and the hostess was saying like, oh, just FYI, uh, we're in the Orlando paper. So, someone's going to be taking pictures around the area, which Again, for Maxine's, is not out of the norm. They're in the paper all of the time. So I was like, oh, no problem. They're like, do you care that your picture might be getting taken if you're set outside? I was like, oh, no, no worries. No problem at all. So we go, we sit down, we're getting drinks. It's actually Magical Dining Month, which is amazing if you live in Orlando and you get, like, the appetizer entree and dessert for, like, $30 or something. Yeah. So Maxine's was doing Magical Dining Month. So I thought, personally, I thought that's why we were going out to dinner. <laughs> like, oh, that's a good deal. Let's do it. So we did that and we're hanging out and Duke's getting antsy. There is this person taking pictures, but I haven't even noticed him because I didn't think any, I didn't think twice about it. 
And then um, Duke's getting antsy, so Darren's like, oh, I'll just go take him to the bathroom, maybe he has to pee, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay. So I'm like sitting there on my phone, like they're gone, you know. <laughs> and there's pictures of me sitting on my phone. And I was like, oh, gosh. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> so they come back, and so Duke's a Bernice Mountain Dog. So basically, we've always joked that we would get him that barrel that St. Bernard's have, because they're kind of in the same family line. They look very similar, just different coloring. So we were going to get him a barrel, and... I think it was for like first aid kit or something back in the day. So back in the day, it was to when it in places that are cold, like Alaska or places like that. It would be to transport okay. medicine. Yeah, yeah. Because sled dogs were the only way of transportation between like a hospital and like wherever they get the medicine from. Right, right, right. So instead of that, we were gonna put like our alcohol in it because it's us. <laughs> <laughs> it's medicine. It's like a little keg. Is what it's like. <laughs> it's medicine. So, anyways. We always joked that we were going to get Duke one of those, and um, it turns out that they were actually not taking a pee break. They went back to Darren's car, and Darren had gotten a one of those things for from like Etsy, I think, and on the straps of Will You Marry Me, and he put it over Duke, and they walked back to me, and I'm like still, again, on my phone, because <laughs> I wasn't, didn't have anyone to talk to, and um, I look up, and all of a sudden, this thing's around Duke's neck, and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> And then totally caught off guard, but, like, by that time I saw Duke, I was like, okay, something's up. Like, why does he have a barrel around his neck? And so, yeah, that's basically what happened. And Darren down, got down on a knee, told me to read the strap, really romantic. And <laughs> I read the strap, and the strap said, will you marry me? And then the photographer for the paper was actually someone Darren hired, and he had Maxine's and everyone in on it. So, like, the guy was actually taking pictures of our proposal. I love that story. It was so great. And it was really fun because afterwards, like, all of us knew, and so afterwards... Well, you were the first person he told. Apparently I was. <laughs> I felt pretty special about that. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know this either. She told me later on. I, I am a really good secret keeper, I will tell you that. If somebody, yeah, point proven for real, because we hang out a lot. <laughs> we do. We hang out a lot, and it's really funny because, so the way Darren explained it to me... I'm pretty sure I was three feet away is what she tells me. You were, like, <laughs> I don't even know if you were three feet away. Like, you were probably three feet, maybe less, so... It was my birthday like three years ago, four years ago, three no, years ago? two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. So two years ago and... it was the month before. Yeah. Yeah. And Darren was sitting next to me and we were just like talking it up, you know, and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I'm going to tell you something, but... Or no, he didn't even, he didn't even preface it. He goes, so uh, I want to let you know I'm going to propose to Jess and like all of a sudden like I just like stopped in my tracks and he's like, don't react and I was like <laughs> and if anyone knows Melissa she cries it'd be the hat I Drop do <laughs> legit like it takes nothing for me to get like emotional about something like nothing and I just he was like don't react and I was like okay <laughs> not gonna react and he goes all right you've got to promise me you won't tell anyone like you can't tell a soul and I was just like all right I promise and I didn't tell anyone I didn't tell my mom I didn't tell Cam wow really I swear to when God people say it you can't tell anyone I still tell my mom <laughs> I didn't even tell my mom when when someone tells me because I'm like superstitious too like what if something weird happened where my mom ran in happened to run into somebody I that guess, happens but to they know. Would know I don't know they would know my, and my mom would never Brahms would definitely know not to say anything. she would 100% know but I, I legit was no, like, you told me to you. keep a secret and I'm going to keep a secret. So like, and I, I don't know, I, I took it seriously too. Cause it's like, it's Darren. Like I didn't want to screw up. Like, so it was pretty cool. And then, so, and the way Darren planned it out was he had all of her friends who like lived in Orlando or close to Orlando who could like travel up, you know, come and do this awesome 
engagement party after. It was so fun. And, and it was a lot of fun. It was a great his night. His family's from Tampa, and mine lives in Cocoa Beach, so basically Orlando's in the middle, and they were both there, both sets, and my sister was in town, too, who lives in Baltimore. Which was perfect. It was yeah. so great that, like, everybody was there. He did it that weekend because he knew she would be there, able to celebrate, and then um, one of my best friends lives in South Florida, so she came up for it. And then all my best friends in Orlando. It was just such a great time. It was like it was one like of the best, best nights. nights in my life. <laughs> Seriously, we had such a good night that night. It was so special. So I'm glad. I hope for every listener out there that if you have a significant other that you're not married to yet, or if you're still kind of looking for someone, I hope you have such an awesome engagement story like Jess got to have. Yeah. So I think everybody should have a Darren. Darren. <laughs> that's what I always say. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I couldn't agree more. We're big fans of you, Darren. Yeah. So, okay, next we're going to get into another fun section here, which I like to call the pop quiz. Uh-oh. So, just to remind you listeners I'm not out a good there. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Wait, Jess and I both bonded one time because we both, like, didn't do so great on the SAT, <laughs> like, twice. Or, anyway, oh, different man. story for a different day. <laughs> But, so, the, the good news about the pop quiz is this is not something you had to prepare for ahead of time. This is just fun questions for our listeners to get to know you and connect with you a little bit better. So, are you ready to dive in here? Kind of. <laughs> no, this will be fun. You'll do great. Okay, first question. If you could name an adult beverage for you, what would it be? The Duke. The Duke. And what would it be? Ooh, probably a cab. A cab? Oh, yeah. Is Are cabs your favorite? Oh, yeah. Okay. And do you have, like, a favorite, like, if it last day on Earth cab, what would it be? Well, that's a little crazy. I would do, like, crazy. Opus One or Silver Oak or something. <laughs> both are both are great. We, so when... A day-to-day, I can't afford that. Yeah, day-to-day, we're not big ballers just yet. But wait, well, we might get there someday. I don't have a whole lot of worry that... Nah, I don't know. Me neither, but I mean, I'm still go with, like, my $12 bottles, too, you know? There's, there's definitely yeah. some great cabs out there that are not... A ridiculous price. Agreed. But yeah, Opus One's a good one, and uh, Silver Oak actually was one of the places that Cam and I went to in Napa. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go there. No, it was good. It was oddly like it was very good. We went to some other really amazing places though too. So you liked them better? Yeah, I did. But it was still very good. It was still a very positive experience. We met some really cool people on that adventure too. Like on that on that particular like tour that we took at Silver Oak, we met people from Russia. And it was really cool because first off, they were gorgeous, like gorgeous men and women. And they, there was, it was really interesting because they had like at Silver Oak, they had this like bush that had like berries on it, but they didn't look like, they didn't look like what you, what you're thinking. They looked like orange and a little bit bigger than like a small blueberry. Like I would compare them to the size of like a cherry. Okay. And And they're orange. They were like orangish. And I saw one of the women pick one off of the bush and eat it. And oh I was gosh. like, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope it's not poisonous. I'm just like thinking it. And I was like, okay, she seems okay. And I like just looked at her and I was like, I'm going to try one too. And it's like, I tried it. And it was, it was fine. What was it? I don't know. Some berry. <laughs> it, but I felt very you're alive. You're here. I'm you're here. here. Unless this is Wasn't like. poisonous? <laughs> yeah. Unless this is like, I'm Bruce Willis and you're a Haley Joel Osment in this situation. Six cents. I don't well, know. That'd be awkward. That'd be weird. <laughs> this might not ever get to air if that was the case. <laughs> But okay, so we'd call it the Duke. Would it be, so it'd be a cab from California, right? Because that's where the best cabs are from, in my opinion. Southern Oregon. Oregon, no, Oregon. Washington does a damn good job with reds too. But Mm -hmm. I think they're, maybe they're known for cabs too. I thought they were known for a different red in that you go to California for cabs. But 
any, any wine that I've had from Oregon or like Washington, like has been amazing. So, okay. The Duke. Okay. So if you were someone famous and needed a stage name, what would it be? This is hard. <laughs> I mean, you're Jessica Beale to me. If that's what you want the answer to be. I would say Jay, because that's what you call me. Jay. I do call Jess Jay, because I don't know why I have to, like, shorten Jess. <laughs> Jess is already short for Jessica, but Jess sure. is already short for Jessica. Like, I don't know why I just insisted on making it shorter. Life's too short, and I would just want to keep things quick, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. All right, I like Jay. We'll keep it at Jay. Uh, okay, so if you had to change your career and you were paid whatever amount of money you wanted, what would your career be? That's so tough too because you you love you love what you do. I do. A good thing. I do. I would probably do something more like nonprofit if money wasn't a factor, either like kids children hospital or animal shelters and whatnot. Like I would love to live on a farm and just have all of the dogs. All of the dogs. <laughs> have you seen those videos on Facebook of like there's like golden retriever farms? Oh, you can't. Golden's my weakness. I can't even. I I can't even look at this. Or like, I would be jealous because I would want a golden retriever farm. I do. I love Goldens, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Goldens are a good one. <laughs> I like that answer. I think that's good. Okay, so if you could eat anything for the rest of your life, what would it be? So, essentially, I would say, like, your favorite food. I think I know your favorite food. What do you think it is? Steak. Okay, yes. I do love steak. But also, With a side of mac to... and cheese. Ooh, well, that's always. what I would picture you. Okay, well, that's, like, a winner. That's, like, my norm. But for some reason, in my, what popped in my head was Chick-fil-A. And I know that wasn't oh, a solid answer because it's not wait. like a food, it's a restaurant. Wait, but I actually really like that because that <laughs> goes good with the, if you could eat anything for the rest of your life. Because you didn't say a chicken, or the Chick-fil-A sandwich, because you could get different things at Chick-fil-A. I mean, they all revolve around the same thing, but They do. Yeah. I like everything that I've had at Chick-fil-A. Even like, have you ever had their chicken soup? Their chicken soup is awesome. I've actually never had their chicken soup. Oh my gosh, it's really good. Really? Like the, they have a chicken tortilla one. That Why do you go there for soup? One time, like I wasn't feeling always well. Always the nugs. Always the nugs. I like that <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich, though. Oh yes, I get the spicy chicken sandwich, too. Those That's are the two like, I go between. That's the same. Seriously. Like, I'm the same way, but one time I wasn't feeling well, and I wanted to, like, drive through somewhere and go pick something up, and I was okay, like... Okay, makes sense. It makes was sense. really good. It was, like, a great surprise, I guess. Well, everything is good, so I feel like it wouldn't be a surprise. Everything is really good there. So I guess, can I have, like, three things? Absolutely. Steak, mac and cheese, and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. It's your last, yeah. It is your life. You do whatever you want to do. Okay, so what are five things that you could not live without, not including people? Are you including dogs? You could. You can say Duke. <laughs> I allow you to say Duke. Because he's more than a person. He's, like, even better. Like, dogs are better than people. I like dogs better than people is what I'm saying. Oh, 100%. We actually have a sign in our store that said, um, oh, oh man. Something about, like, people people tolerate it. Oh, man, I forget what it is, but. To be continued. Yeah. Yeah. It was was a good one. (laughs) Sorry to set you up for nothing. (laughs) No, I thought it was so good. I feel good about it. Um, Okay, so five things. You could say Duke as well. Okay, so then obviously Duke. TV, because I love TV. Me too, dude. I love TV. Judge me, books, listeners. Books, because I love books. We both do. We both we both love books and TV. I, it's weird, though. I go through this, like, weird, like, six months of reading, like, 24 books, and then I have, like, six months of not picking up a single book. Like, I haven't picked up a book since my honeymoon, which was in March. 
which is you've sad. Been, but I feel like you've been busy though, and sometimes yeah, it's easier true. to just like do stuff and while then when I get TV. home. I don't feel like yeah, I just want mindless TV, like my reality TV. Which is why I feel like I like reality TV too, because our brains are constantly going throughout the day. So sometimes it's nice to just not have to think. Yeah. So okay, so okay. Duke and TV. Duke TV books. Books. Okay. Um, hmm. Wine does that absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm surprised you haven't said that one yet. You pick TV and books before wine. <laughs> no, that that I change it. Okay. Duke wine and then TV and books. Duke wine and then TV and books. It sounds and more then, like you. Uh, yeah, right. And then I guess my phone. Yeah, phone's a good one. Yeah. Well, because you're gonna want to people. Totally. You better call me. Always. Okay. Good. Oh, okay. So this kind of is gonna coincide with the fewer paid whatever amount of money for whatever career you wanted. So if you had a million dollars that you had to donate to a charitable cause, what would it be? But you could only pick one. So you can't like divide up the million. One place gets a million. Torn between two. Torn between two. Um, I would say St. Jude's then. Oh, so, yeah. That is a good one. I like St. Jude's. Yeah. Oh, that's an important one too. I'm glad you picked that one. There's such a need. Thanks, Mel. Yeah. Try. You're a good one. <laughs> Ooh, well, we kind of covered this with asking the five pieces of advice or three pieces of advice or whatever I asked you for someone coming into your career path. So I kind of want to switch this up a little bit. Usually I ask in the pop quiz, if you could offer one piece of advice to someone new coming into your career path, what would it be? So I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Uh-oh. If you could offer advice to someone new coming into marriage, what would you offer? Ooh, interesting. So basically, can it be something that someone actually told me? Absolutely. Okay, so I remember when I had first gotten engaged, my old coworker actually said that whatever you bring into any event in your life is what you're going to get out of it. So if you go into engagement and life and marriage as like this happy and everything, you know, you're just so happy with everything and nothing can be better, that's like how your marriage is going to be. If you go on having doubts and insecurities and all this stuff, then that's how your marriage will be. So you just dive right in and have... And be happy. <laughs> just be happy. Yeah. Simply just be happy. I love that. Oh, that's re- that's really important. Like, don't put expectations on stuff. Just expect to be happy. Like, make yourself happy. Yeah. And like, if and then if you're not, then change it right now because that's what she said. I was so happy in how I was with Darren before we even got into marriage. Like when we were engaged and all that stuff. So she was like, it just it will just continue. She's been with her husband like 20 years. My parents have been together now 30 six or seven years and they just dove right in. They were just happy. That's how they, that's what they got out of it because they wanted to put into it what they could get out of it. Your parents are very happy. They're so cute. I really like them. That's really cool. I like that advice a lot. Okay. So lastly, to kind of round up the pop quiz here, if you could ask me anything, what would it be? And don't ask me why I started the podcast because everybody's been seeming to ask that. Oh, that's not even where my head was going. Okay, good. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about yourself? Ooh. Mm. Huh. I gotcha. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and that's hard because I do always feel like I have to like, I feel like I have that mindset that I always tell people not to have, like be confident, but <sighs> okay. So probably my favorite thing about myself is like, kind of like you, I feel like I never give up even when I feel like things are tough and I, that's so true. Thanks. And I, I can confidently say 
as much as I apologize, I like who I am as a person and I don't change who I am well, based off of who I'm around. for being yourself. Right. Yeah, that's like, never been what... It's like, sorry, I filled up your wine too much. Yeah. Like, something that you shouldn't <laughs> be sorry for. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. So, say, I guess, like, I, I'm i very comfortable with who I am. Like, I'm com- I feel like I am completely and unapologetically who I am. And I don't change who I am around other people. Like... I agree. Thanks. You're the best. That was a good question. I liked that. So, guys, before we sign off here, I just, I have to promote, if you are in the Central Florida community and you are looking for a great place for your pet to go, I can promise you that a paradise for them would be Wolfgang Bakery in Longwood. And that is Jess's store. It's amazing. I love it. I love the people that work for her. They're a great group of people. I think she's obviously awesome. She's my best friend. She works her butt off in this store, is gorgeous, has a lot of great stuff for your pets. So, so many yummy snacks. Please come check it out. I you I know you'll love it. It's in a great area. Like it's ideal. If you want to, you know, let your pet go get groomed, go get a beer, like at There's the also Tijuana a spa Fox. for humans too, right down the street. So There's if you a, do that while you get your dog a spa day, it's perfect. That's a dream come true. Yeah. Like, I mean Treat yourself, treat your pet. Life's too short. I definitely think you have to check this place out. It's super fun. So Jess, thank you so much for coming in for some bubbly and being such a wonderful guest. Thanks for having me. You have been so much fun. This has been so much fun. And like I said, everyone who has a pooch, fluffy friend, cat, dog, whatever, go to Wolfgang Bakery in Longwood. It's the best and I can guarantee that you will receive the most amazing service for your furry babies. Thanks for listening to this edition of Bubbly Thoughts. Cheers, and as always, stay bubbly.